if you're not being specific with your habits and figuring out why it matters to future you, you're setting yourself up to fail. Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you, and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. Here's what I mean. I was having a conversation with a friend recently, and she was telling me that she keeps trying to start an exercise habit, and she gets like eight days in, and then she just quits. And I thought, okay, well, I mean, that's, you know, let me ask her some questions. So I said, well, uh, how often do you have to exercise um, for your habit? And she was like, um, every day, question mark. I said, okay, well, um, how long does the workout have to be for it to count? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, well, what kind of workouts are you doing? Uh, running? <laughs> question mark. So what we discovered was that she was actually being so vague with her uh, goal that she was setting herself up to where the only options were either perfection and like unspecified perfection because she didn't know how many days a week she needed to exercise or how long it had to be to count or even what kind of exercise she was going to do. So really unspecified perfection or failure. Those were her only two options. So really she only had one option, which was failure. And when you set up vague goals, uh, vague habits, that's what's going to happen. You're going to fail. And we don't want that for you because the more times you fail, the more you install this limiting belief that you're not good at setting up new habits or you're just not, not good at sticking to things. When the truth is you just might not have the right questions to ask yourself to set yourself up to succeed with your habits. So that's what we're going to do today. And I would like you to start out with a habit in mind. So something new that you're trying to install, get that, get that habit that you want to work on in your mind. Maybe it's related to your health, maybe it's related to your career, maybe it's related to your family, but what habit do you want to work on today? And before we dive into the questions, let me tell you, I did make a cheat sheet or a checklist for you for this one. So if you go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash habits, becomingfutureyou.com forward slash habits, you can download the free checklist that goes with this session. Okay. So Question number one to ask yourself when you're setting up a new habit is what will be true for future you because of this habit? What will be true for future you because of this habit? What is she going to do or have because you're putting in this work? And if you don't have a habit in mind yet, start here. Pick something that you would like to be true for future you, and, and we'll connect it to a habit in a second. But we're looking at deliverables here. So will future you weigh less because of your habit? Will she have more energy 
Will she have a finished book? Will she have an extra $500 a month from her Etsy store? Will she have more energy? Will she be more focused? Will she be more organized? Will she be less stressed? Will she have a decluttered house? What will future you have or be able to do? Will she be able to play with her grandkids without getting tired? Will she be able to get out of bed without her joints creaking? What will be true for future you because of this habit? And if you didn't start out with a habit, you picked the one thing, you know, pick one thing that you want to be true for future you and then ask yourself this question. What habit do I need to make that true? Okay, so if you haven't, didn't start out with a habit, I know most people are, are aware enough of their habits that they're usually like trying to pick up a new habit. But if you didn't come up with something, what do you want to be true and what habit do you need to make it true? In asking ourselves this question about future you and what she's going to have and what she's going to do and what she's what her life's going to be like because of this habit, we're casting a vision of a bright future for you. And that is going to feed your motivation. The more you're able to see clearly what your life will be like because of doing the work, the more likely you're going to be to do the work. Now you don't need motivation, okay? And I did a whole session on how to bypass motivation and I will link to that uh, if you missed that one. But even though you don't need it, it's still nice to have motivation if we can generate it. So in figuring out why it matters to, to future you, we're figuring out your why. And this is really common when it comes to goal setting and habits. Um, I feel like the first person to drill this into my head was probably Jillian Michaels. So you remember Jillian Michaels workout DVDs? I still do some of them. Um, but I feel like she was the first person to yell at me from the television. What is your why? What are you working for? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> this is so hard. She's like, figure it out. The reason we do that is because you can hang on to it when the work is hard and you're sweating and your legs are tired, but you're like, gosh, darn it. I want to be able to run in that 5k. I'm going to make it through this. Okay. So that was the first question to ask yourself. What will be true for future you because of this habit? Question number two. How will you feel after three months of doing this habit? How will you feel after three months? So with the first question, we might have been casting a, a more long-term vision, right? So if if you're starting this habit and it's an exercise habit and you're saying future me will weigh 50 pounds less than I do right now, that's going to take some time, okay? To do that properly and in a sustainable way, that's going to take time to achieve. But you're still going to have made progress in three months. So in three months, how are you going to feel physically, mentally, emotionally? What's going to be true for three months from now, you? If it's a health goal, you know, maybe you'll have slightly more energy. If it's an exercise goal, maybe your muscles won't be as sore or you'll be able to notice that, you know what, I started out only being able to walk one mile. Now I can walk two miles 
and I can do it a lot faster. If it's a decluttering habit, I've been decluttering my house for like a year at this point, and I'm putting a lot of energy into it, which probably tells you how much clutter is actually in here. It's so much. <laughs> but even after, even though I'm not done, even though I haven't reached my final vision for what I want my house to look and feel like, I can see so much progress. And, and in the beginning, my coach helped me visualize what that was going to look like and what it was going to look like even on a shorter term so that I would feel motivated to do the work because it's definitely easier to just not do it, right? With your habit, if you're installing a new habit, the reason you don't already have the habit is because it's easier to not do it. So what will be true for future you in three months from now? What kind of progress can you get in just three months? And talk about feeding your motivation. Three months is not that long. I'm recording this in August. We're eight months into 2021 and it feels like it went like that. Okay, we know three months is not that long. It only feels long while you're in it. All right, so question number three. What is the habit specifically? This is where we get into uh, not running into the trap, not falling into the trap my friend was falling in, where I was like, well, how much do you need an exercise? And she was like, I don't know. <laughs> how often? I don't know, every day, question mark. <laughs> Okay, so we need to set up the, let me hold that up. We need to set up the what, when, and how, how much, how often of your goal. So when we set up a habit, you need it to be specific. Here's a vague goal, be healthier. A specific goal is drink half my body weight in ounces of water every single day. Both goals are about your health and they're both about becoming a healthier person. But one of them is, I mean, how do you be healthier? And one of them is, well, how do you drink half your body weight in ounces every single day? Well, you do it. You drink half your body weight in ounces every single day. So let's run through a couple of examples. Let's say you want to save more. So now you get specific. What? What are you going to do? You're going to save $100 how often? Every week. Okay, so now you're going to save $100 every week. And how are you going to do it? The strategy. What's the strategy behind it? Okay, so your strategy might be you're going to set up an automatic transfer from your checking account to your savings account. And you're going to make the space for that transfer to work by eating out two times less every week or, or maybe packing your lunch and not eating out at all, or maybe canceling some kind of subscription service. So that's your strategy. So you're going to save $100, how often, every week. And what's the strategy? Well, I'm going to set up an automatic transfer. I'm going to make space in my checking account for it. All right, let's do another one. So exercise. Exercise, such a common goal. You want to exercise more. Well, what does that mean? Okay, so you want to exercise how often? Three times a week. Can we get more specific? Sure, it's going to be a 20-minute session. Three times a week, 20-minute workout session. What's your strategy? Well, I'm going to work out before I leave for work, and I'm going to do a free yoga video 
on YouTube and to set myself up for success, I'm going to pick the video the night before so that I'm not, you know, at 5.30 a.m. scrolling YouTube, which I've done trying to find the yoga video that I want to do. That one's 22 minutes long. And I said I wanted to do 20 minutes. I don't think I have the extra two in me today. <laughs> I know, I know I am not the only one who has done that. Okay. So what is it specifically? How often are you going to do it? What's your strategy? Okay. I like to be specific with a strategy, but allow a little wiggle room. Here's what I mean. So sometimes you can be so specific with your goal that you actually set yourself up to fail. You're like, I'm going to exercise every weekday at 5.30 a.m. before I go to work. That's so narrow that if you miss one morning, you failed. But if you're a little bit, if you give yourself a little wiggle room in your strategy and you say, I'm going to exercise five times a week, my strategy is to do it before work. But if you miss a day in the morning, you can do the workout when you get home and you still get a win for the day. Does that make sense? You don't want to make your strategy so specific, like the habit is writing and I'm going to write a thousand words by 8 a.m. every single day. Well, that's so specific that if you decide to sleep in or your dog gets sick and has to go to the vet or anything derails your morning, well, you have no, you can't make it up until the next day when you wake up. Do you see what I'm saying? So give yourself just a little bit of wiggle room in your strategy. You want to be specific, but not so specific that you paint yourself into a corner and then that specificity sets you up to fail. All right. So what is the goal specifically or what is the habit specifically? If you're ready to achieve your big dreams, it's time to join my DIY coaching program and accelerate your progress. What's that? You want to know how a coaching program can be do it yourself? I'll tell you how. A coach's job is to ask you questions and help you figure out what's going to work for you while also teaching you the methods for overcoming your roadblocks and creating a future you are going to love. There's no one size fits all solution. That's why I designed Unlock Your Five Star Future the way I did. I created eight weeks of video lessons to handle the teaching part and over 100 pages of worksheets to ask you all the right questions to help you uncover your potential, unlock your motivation, find your focus and achieve your dreams. It's all about you. The best part is you can get started right now and work at your own pace. You'll pay once and get lifetime access. What are you waiting for? Go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash unlock to join now and start living your version of your best life. Next question. How will you know you are succeeding? How will you know you are succeeding? Habits go on forever. That's what makes them a habit. 
I sometimes call these repeating finish line goals, repeating finish line goals. And the reason I do that is because when we call it a goal instead of a habit, then we get to cross a finish line every single day. And we're more likely to give ourselves credit if we've crossed a finish line. So with your habit, when you cross, every time you cross the finish line, so that three time a week exercise habit, that means three times a week, you're gonna cross the finish line. How are you gonna make note of that? How are you gonna track your progress? How are you gonna know that you are succeeding, that you're doing the thing? Part of the reason that I get so hung up on tracking and tracking in a way that you can see is because I come from a blue collar family. So my husband is a brick mason and and he builds like patios and retaining walls and stuff. My dad was a carpenter, so he built houses. My brother sent us a video earlier this week. Um, He is a welder and he works at this gigantic shop and they build soccer stadiums and other things like that. So he sent us a video of the last piece going in on this soccer stadium. And now every time that he sees that soccer stadium, he can be like, I helped build that. Every time we walked into a restaurant that my dad had done the trim work on, he was like, yeah, that trim work's looking really good. Right? So he could still see his progress. They had things that really like were real life and you could look at them and you could show them to other people. I work on the computer. I can work and work and work and work all day. And then when I walk away from the computer, it's like, did I do anything today? (laughs) Did I accomplish anything? I don't have anything to show myself that I've done the work. So circling this back to your habits, you need to track them in a way that you physically see. So I'm talking about a wall calendar. Maybe you get a wall calendar just for your habit. You hang it up. If it's an exercise habit and you exercise in your living room, hang it up in your living room. Every time you do the workout, you get an X or a sticker. If you're a planner person and you promise me that you open your planner every day, then you can use your planner to track your habit. But if you don't open your planner, you're not going to see the progress. You see what I'm saying? You have to physically open the planner to see that you are making progress. Maybe you do marbles in a jar. I've done this before. So, and this is like a teacher thing. I remember them doing this for us when we were in like third grade, we had to fill the jar up with marbles. And then we got, I want to say a pizza party, but it probably wasn't as fancy as a pizza party, (laughs) but maybe you have a, a jar and every time you do the habit, every time you write your 50 words or you go for a walk or you drink your water, you put a marble in the jar. And you will start to see, oh, hey, I am making progress. Look how many times I've done this habit. Yay me. And that is feeding your motivation. Knowing that you're making progress, you're doing the thing. And the reason we need to do this is because especially with these habits that support these longer term goals. So a lot of you that do these like big weight loss goals and the scale is like this, the scale is, um, Sidebar, like not not a great way to track your health, but that's what, not what this episode is about. Um, but if you're setting a weight loss goal and the scale's like up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, that can be so frustrating 
So find a different way to track. So, you know, you know what? I am doing the thing I said I'm going to do. I might not have the result yet that I was looking for, but I am doing it. I'm doing the thing. Yay me. Okay. So if you have a habit, new habit that you're working on, and if you don't pick something, (laughs) pick a new habit, because part of growing, part of becoming future you is going to be installing these new habits. And then ask yourself, what will be true for future you because of this habit? How will you feel after implementing the habit for three months? What is the habit specifically? So the what, when, how, how often, what's your strategy? How are you going to do it? But still giving yourself enough wiggle room that you don't paint yourself into a corner and you can successfully do the habit. And then how are you going to track it? And then last question, super important. What's the reward? Now, luckily, with the way we're setting these habits up, we're starting by asking how it's going to matter to future you. Why does it matter? Right? We're casting your vision. We're looking at the why. There's going to be inherent rewards in your habit because you're starting with the end in mind. Begin with the end in mind is uh, one of the seven habits of highly effective people, which is a book by Stephen Covey, which I am recommending to you today. Hold on just a second. I'll talk about that book more. But when we begin with the end in mind, there's going to be inherent rewards. So if you said future me is going to have, you know, going to be able to get out of bed without her joints creaking because of this water drinking habit that I'm developing, well, then the inherent reward is the more you do the habit, the less your joints are going to creak. Okay. If it's an exercise habit, then you're going to have the inherent rewards of having more energy, your mind being more focused and clear, your muscles getting stronger. But just because you have inherent rewards doesn't mean you can't also give yourself a reward. I love working for rewards. I just finished um, a revision on a big project and my reward was a pizza. As soon as soon as I finished it, and I was pushing so hard to get it done by Friday afternoon. And I told my husband, I was like, I'm getting this done today. And then we're getting a stuffed crust pizza from that place we've been wanting to try. And it was so good. It was so good. And we're eating it. And I'm like, this is even more delicious because I earned it. Yes, I really say that kind of stuff in real life all the time. But what kind of reward can you give yourself? you know, two weeks into the habit, a month into the habit so that you don't have to wait so long for the inherent rewards or the three-month vision or the five-year vision to come to fruition. Having a pizza has nothing to do with writing a book, but, you know, it was a great reward for me. Um, Maybe to go along with your um, exercise habit, What you want to do is you want to buy yourself like some special bath salts or some bath bombs. And like every week that you do your three workouts, you get like a special bath time for for yourself. Maybe it's that you go for a drive or just pick pick a reward that doesn't derail your habit. So if it's a health goal, 
maybe your reward should not be a chocolate cake. Maybe it's a piece of chocolate cake on your cheat day, but it's not a whole chocolate cake, okay? If it's a savings goal, a shopping spree is probably not a good reward. Does that make sense? Pick a reward that does not have to be related to your habit at all, but it's something you can look forward to. And the important thing is that as you're enjoying it, you tell yourself, this is so much sweeter because I earned it. And you're, you're locking it in. You're making the connection. I am working hard and I am rewarding myself for it. Okay. So if you're working on a new habit, walk it through those questions. Don't forget to download at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash habits. You can download the checklist that goes with today's session. And if you want to keep learning about habits, as I was working on this, I realized I have read a lot of books about habits. It's a topic I really enjoy. And so I have some recommendations for you. First recommendation is Mini Habits by Stephen Guise. If you have a belief that you're not good at setting habits or installing new habits, this is the book that I suggest you start with. Stephen Guise breaks it down in such a way that he sets you up to win. Like it's impossible for you to fail at your habit if you truly do the mini habits formula where you make a habit so small that there's no reason you can't do it. So the example he uses a lot throughout the book is if you want to start an exercise habit, do one push up a day. There's no reason you can't do one push up a day, even if it's you leaning against the wall and doing a wall push up, right? So, Mini Habits by Stephen Guys. Next recommendation is The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. I think this might be one of the first nonfiction books I've ever read. And it's a real page turner. Like, I don't say that about a lot of the books that I read, I enjoy them. But this, he works so many true stories in as he's teaching you the lessons about the habits. And then he's real like sneaky, like he, he doesn't finish the story, like leaves you on a cliffhanger. And then he goes on to the next story and you're like, I have to know what happened to the people on the plane. It's, it's a really, really good one. So that's The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. If you are working on breaking a bad habit, I recommend you check out Atomic Habits by James Clear. That book was a good one that taught me some different things about, you know, the difference between being in motion and taking action. And if you are working on breaking a habit, some different strategies for how to do that. So that is Atomic Habits by James Clear. And one of my favorites I mentioned it earlier, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. This is like, you know, he's like the godfather of self-help. Louise Hay is the godmother. I think Stephen Covey might be the, the godfather. But this book, I said earlier, begin with the end in mind. That might be like what originally sparked this whole future you thing for me, projecting ahead and asking myself, what I want the end result to be and then working my strategy backwards. This one's a little dense. So if you don't read a lot of nonfiction, you might not want to start with the seven habits, but do put it on your list. 
And last but not least is High Performance Habits by Brennan Burchard. High Performance Habits by Brennan Burchard. I love all the content that Brennan produces. So if you just want to check him out, you can follow him on Instagram um, or Facebook. I'm sure he's all the places. He's on YouTube as well. But if you identify as an achiever or a striver or you want to be a high performer, High Performance Habits is definitely a book for you. Okay, that is it. This week's challenge, take your habit, run it through the different questions, download the free checklist at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash habits and get your new habit going because if you want to become five-star future you, that most authentic version of yourself, it's gonna come down to your habits. Depending on what study you read, 45 to 90%, it's a really big range. 45 to 90% of what we do every single day is habit. And it's your actions that you take every single day that are creating future you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, you also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're gonna have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, be sure and download the free Becoming Future You journal at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash journal.